beauty and skincare is always a hot topic around here, and today I want to tell you about a new product line I've discovered that I think you will like, Exponent Beauty. Listeners of the show will receive 20% off their purchase. More details on that in a minute. Exponent Beauty is a skincare brand with a line of activated anti-aging serums that are clinically proven to reduce fine lines and wrinkles. The beauty of Exponent Beauty is their innovative form factor. The powders are activated with a quadruple hyaluronic acid serum in their patented precision-dosed dispenser. The packaging is gorgeous, and the dispenser itself is refillable, so it has also reduced plastic waste. Exponent Beauty's line of serums can be found in med spas and spas and dermatologists' office around the country. The line is dermatologist-recommended and clinically proven to reduce those fine lines and wrinkles, and to increase brightness and radiance, and to firm skin without irritation. No more expired or underutilized products with Exponent Beauty, just high-quality skincare with ingredients that work. Go to ExponentBeauty.com and use code TELL20 for 20% off a purchase of $100 or more. That's Exponent, E-X-P-O-N-E-N-T, Beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y.com and use code TELL20, T-E-L-L, the numbers two zero for 20% off your purchase of $100 or more. And you have 10 things to tell. This show is about connection with each other and with ourselves. And the hope is that the things we talk about here will be fuel for better conversations and a personal awareness. This is an interactive podcast. Each episode has a prompt and a topic that I want you to take to your journal, text to your best friend, or answer on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. This is a show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. Welcome to this episode of the 10 things to tell you podcast. I am so glad to have you here. I know that for a lot of us, our daily lives have changed so much in the last few weeks and months. Our rhythms and our routines, they look different. Our podcast listening habits have shifted. And for a lot of people, this means that they are just listening to things a lot less, either because they're no longer commuting somewhere, or they're surrounded by a house full of people, or there is just so much noise in the world that dialing back our content intake has been necessary. I understand all of this. It's also all true for me as well, so I just want to say that I appreciate you pressing play today, following the show on social media, rating us on iTunes, joining the private Facebook connection group, all of the ways that I can see you guys are showing up for the show and for me, and for the idea that connection through conversation is one of the things that is going to get us through 2020 and keep our relationships intact. For the future. And today's topic is about relationships, but not necessarily one to one, although you can take it that way if you'd like. 
This is really about heaping love on someone as a way to not just show affection, but to show someone how you see them, to acknowledge little things that often go unsaid, to make someone remember who they are. So I'm going to start by telling you a little story about how a love flood happened to me years and years ago and the impact that it had. And then I'm going to bring it up to date and tell you two things that happened recently that reminded me of the power of the love flood and why right now might be the most perfect time to initiate a love flood of your own. So when I was in college, I worked a few summers at the summer camp where I grew up as a camper, a place in the Ozarks in Southern Missouri, somewhere that I really hold dear. But at that time in my life, I was actually a little uncomfortable with my job as a camp counselor. There were some personality clashes at play. I was also starting to have a little bit of a crisis of faith, and this was a faith-based camp. Maybe I was also having some boy issues. And there was just a lot of stuff happening in the background of my emotional life at this time. And my method of dealing with it was to try and disappear, to just be as unobtrusive as possible, to not bring attention to myself. Basically, I was forcing myself to grin and bear it this summer. And every day at the summer camp, there was a staff meeting in this small little pergola patio outside area. And generally, we were just given schedules and instructions and the like, you know, as a staff meeting. But this one random day, completely out of sync with whatever normally happened in this meeting, our leader announced that we were going to play a little game. We were going to do a little thing. And it was called a love flood. Now, I was probably only half listening, to be honest with you. I remember I was sitting on the floor. There were dozens of college-age women crammed around me in this small little space. It was just like a regular meeting, right? And then the leader says the thing about how now we're going to have a love flood. And then she says, I'm just going to pick someone randomly, and we're going to shout out, popcorn style, things towards this person that we like about them, that we've observed our strengths, what we love about their personality or how they're doing at their job, maybe a favorite memory with this person. And this is going to be a love flood. And before I could even process what was happening, because I do not even generally like games of this kind, (laughs) the leader said, let's start with Laura. She will be the first recipient of our love flood. And seriously, you guys, I wanted to sink all the way down into the floor and never be seen from again. I think my mouth actually fell open in the moment. It wasn't because I don't like nice things to be aimed my way. Of course I do. Years later, I would kind of figure out that words of affirmation is actually my main love language. But in this week, in that summer, I was struggling. I was really struggling. And I didn't know this patio full of women very well. I definitely didn't want them looking at me and giving me surface compliments. I was a total deer in the headlights. And 
in that moment, I was chosen to be watered like a plant in a love flood. And there was like a few moments of silence. And then people started saying things, nice things, beautiful things. And some of these people I did know pretty well, or I knew them for a long time. And their words in particular sank into my soul. I still remember them pretty specifically. But even from the acquaintances in the room, when they said things out loud that they had observed about me, things that they liked from a distance, maybe even just things that they'd heard positive through the grapevine, it was shocking and amazing. And it was a real defining moment for that season of my life. Because we are stuck in our own heads and in our own bodies all the time. And it's impossible to know what other people think about us, what they notice. And it's nice to be reminded. Even when you're shy and embarrassed and think that you don't want it, people speaking positive words over you is really, really powerful. Now, it took me a long time, truthfully, to wonder if that leader chose me randomly or if she knew maybe that I needed this type of boost. In our meetings for the rest of that summer, we never played that game again, at least not that I remember. And I was truly like an unlikely candidate to be plucked from the crowd for this exercise, but I haven't forgotten it, clearly. It's been 20 years. And so over the past 20 years, I have tried to initiate my own versions of love floods for people. Usually when it feels most appropriate, like when they're moving away or they're getting married or having a big special birthday. But I've also tried this technique on an unruly teenager. I've done a mini version of this on my husband. And without fail, the person receiving the love is wildly uncomfortable and squirmy. And without fail, something in them softens. There's a warmth there that wasn't before, or they stand up a little straighter as if meeting the expectations that now have come their way. It is a truly beautiful thing to witness and to be a part of. With sunshine, outdoor activities, and so many fun things to do outside, it is impossible not to enjoy all of these good weather days up ahead. Of course, we all know that more sun and fun means more sweating and, yes, more odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi. Lumi is the first of its kind in the full-body deodorant world and is seriously safe to use on any and every part of your body. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how regular body odor was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. I especially love that Lumi deodorant is baking soda and paraben-free. It is also pH-balanced for safe use on all areas of your body. You can choose from a variety of fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code U at lumideodorant.com. That equates to 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi, L-U-M-E, deodorant, D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com and use code U, Y-O-U. 
it's not every day that you find a product that you truly love and want to shout about from the rooftops. Well, friends, I have found something that I am genuinely excited to share with you today, and that is Born Shoes. Born Shoes are made with the best top quality leather with functional stitching and flexibility. They are lightweight, but they're also supportive. They are great for all casual occasions, extremely comfortable, and especially good for travel. The brand recently gifted me a pair of the Ithaca style sandals. Of course, they are beautiful. The footbed has extra foam for added comfort and with a slight heel for lift. I am positive that I could walk all over London in this pair of shoes, just like I did in my Born sandals last summer. Born Shoes offers sandals, flats, boots, and heels in several styles and color choices. Take comfort in Born Shoes. Every season, they make high-quality shoes that feel as good as they look. With artistic touches, unparalleled craftsmanship, and exquisite materials, Born designs shoes to satisfy the demands of every lifestyle. Go to bornshoes.com for a 15% discount plus free ground shipping on all full-price shoes when you use my promo code TELL. That's born, B-O-R-N, shoes, S-H-O-E-S, dot com and use promo code TELL, T-E-L-L, for 15% off and free shipping, available exclusively to our listeners for a limited time. Okay, so now I want to tell you why this idea of a love flood kept hounding me within the last month or so leading up to this episode topic. In my morning reading ritual that I do every single morning, I set a timer for 20 minutes and I read something motivating or inspirational. A few weeks ago, I was reading the book Radical Compassion by Tara Brock. Now, I highly recommend this book. It is one of the best nonfiction things I've read in a while. It will definitely be on my best of list at the end of the year. It's just so good. But in Radical Compassion, she quotes the author Alice Walker. So this is an Alice Walker passage, but I read it quoted in Radical Compassion. In the Babimba tribe of South Africa, when a person acts irresponsibly or unjustly, he is placed in the center of the village, alone and unfettered. All work ceases, and every man, woman, and child in the village gathers in a large circle around the accused individual. Then each person in the tribe speaks to the accused, one at a time, about all the good things the person in the center of the circle has done in his lifetime. Every incident, every experience that can be recalled with any detail and accuracy is recounted. All his positive attributes, good deeds, strengths, and kindnesses are recited carefully and at length. The tribal ceremony often lasts several days. At the end, the tribal circle is broken, a joyous celebration takes place, and the person is symbolically and literally welcomed back into the tribe. So that's a bit of a twist on it in that they're aiming that towards someone who has done something wrong, but it is also showing that person forgiveness and showing them who they are, that they are a part of the tribe. I read this and I realized that this is a love flood specifically designed to bring someone back to who they are and remind them of their core. And I know that this is something that might not always work. And depending on the culture or the scenario, in some instances, maybe this wouldn't even be the best practice. But I can also see that in families or in friendship circles, even in a work environment possibly, that love floods are a way to show someone that they are seen and understood. 
So that's the first thing that happened. I read about these tribal circles in Tara Brock's Radical Compassion. The second thing that happened was in my business mastermind. I'm in a business mastermind with three other amazing women. I did a whole episode about it earlier this year. It's episode 51 where we outline what this group looks like for us. And lately, while we've all been stuck at home, social distancing in our lives and also trying to work, keep up with work stuff, we've been meeting more than usual and chatting on our Voxer app pretty often. A couple of weeks ago, out of the clear blue sky, because I do not remember the exact context at all, but Brie McCoy, one of our members, she came onto Voxer before our meeting and she had made notes on a piece of paper. She wanted to tell each of us what she sees in our work right now. She laid it out in long individual messages so the whole group could hear what she sees as our strengths what she can see happening in the evolution of our work, what she likes about each of us on a personal level. She gave us a 100% unprompted love flood. And for a freelancer like myself, without any coworkers, without a boss, or with anyone else to provide honest praise or critique, of me and what I'm doing all day, every day. It was really amazing. Brie reflected back to me some of the things that she sees me doing online. And the way that she said it, she saw it more clearly, even than I see it, as I am doing it. But how would I know how the things I'm doing are being received if someone hadn't told me? Bree's love flood to our mastermind members, especially in a week full of a lot of fear and uncertainty and loneliness, frankly, it meant so much to me. It gave me a fresh perspective. It gave me renewed strength. I am so grateful that she took the time and the words to do that. Now, what does this mean for you in your life? What could this look like? Well, a few things. If you are in a kind of group where something like this might be feasible, maybe propose it as an idea. Just throw it out as something that you could take on at the end of every meeting or, you know, just as a standalone thing on an app or on a text thread. I'm thinking of friend groups, mom groups, book clubs co-workers, if it feels appropriate. And depending on whatever group you're in, you can tailor the touchy-feeliness of this. You can make it extra mushy, if that feels right, or you can make it more of just like a positive review, if that feels better. Adapt it to your setting, but with the end goal being that one or more people leave the flood having felt seen and appreciated and lifted up. If you don't have a group where this could work, you just need one other person. And then you can trade love floods. A friend, a sister, a partner. Here's a quick note about partners. If you are a woman and your partner is a man, I will not be the first to suggest that he might not get on board right away. I do not want to overgeneralize here. I know plenty of men who would do this freely and easily, but my own husband, Jeff, This kind of exercise would not be his jam. Believe me, I have tried. 
So just be mindful of the relationship and the personalities and don't set yourself up for disappointment if you try to arrange a love flood and you end up with more of a love trickle. Because also remember that it is equally thrilling and special to be a flooder as it is to be the one being flooded. Especially if you are in a close relationship or friendship, it is really fun to list all the ways in which you love and admire and respect someone. It's a gift to be a giver in this way. It really is. But as a woman and as a mom, maybe you are sick of being the giver. And I totally get that. I'm not trying to talk you out of that. But especially right now, when it feels like there's an extra amount of darkness and anger in the air, it really is wonderful for the soul to speak positive words to someone else. Okay, I would love to hear your stories about love floods if you have been a part of one in any way. If this episode inspires you to start one, please make sure that you let me know by emailing hello at 10thingstotellyou.com or tagging me on social media at 10 things to tell you. There's also a private Facebook group. We call it our connection group. If you want to share a story in there, I would love it. You can find a link to join that in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I hope your week is sunny and safe and flooded with love. Just listen to the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. You can find the show notes and subscribe to episode emails at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. Remember, this is an interactive podcast. I have 10 things to tell you, and you have 10 things to tell. So take this topic to your journal or a friend or post on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. These episodes are meant to bring connection with others and ourselves and spark better conversations. Thanks for listening. Now go share something.